Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News. Will Perdue is joining us. I'm Lisa Density. Bertrand is here. Of course, Kevin Powell is here. This is one of your guys. Uh, Will was a member of four NBA championship teams. You might remember three with the Chicago Bulls from 91 to 93, one with the San Antonio Spurs in 1999. He's now a studio analyst for NBC Sports Chicago during their pregame and postgame Chicago Bulls broadcast. Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. How are you, Will? Well, Lisa, I'm doing great, and uh, I want to take full credit for today's weather. I put a request in for that <laughs> so that uh, everybody could be out and about and enjoy themselves today. It's gorgeous, isn't it? <laughs> it really is, but uh, I wish it could last, right? <laughs> uh, so, Will, before I let Kevin get into the seriousness of the sports, can I just ask one personal question? Absolutely, and maybe another one, depending on the first one. Where the heck do you buy your shoes? Because I've got a nephew who wears a size 17, and I read on your wiki, you you wear a 21. Who makes a size 21 shoe? Nordstrom's? Uh, no. So <laughs> that has always, always been a problem for me. So one of the advantages of making it to the NBA was is that initially I wore Converse, then Nike, they would make shoes for me. Now that I'm out of the NBA, I'm like most people, and I'm calling Nike, I'm calling Adidas, I'm begging for shoes. You can't find them in the stores anywhere. Occasionally, I can, you know, they'll send me something, scrape up the leftovers. But uh, I find my shoes just kind of all over the place. My wife actually does an excellent job of just scouring the Internet. It's kind of like when I find a place that can actually make them, I buy like five or six pairs specifically dress shoes, because I know that uh, there's a good possibility that who's making them now, two years from now, won't be making them because they just don't sell enough. Kevin, you got to help this guy out. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to keep a lookout for you, Will. If I see size 21 shoes, I'll snag a pair for you. Uh, first of all, it's great to talk to you, Will. It's been such a fun bowl season. Um, they have lost six of their last eight. They've had some injuries this year, but they're still near the top of the standings. The reality, though, is they have struggled against some of these top-tier teams, championship-contending teams, however you want to refer to them. When you watch these games, Will, what is the biggest thing that separates the Bulls right now, whether it's health or just talents or size, whatever it may be, from teams you know, ahead of them like Milwaukee or Philly or Miami, uh, teams that they've struggled against this year? Well, I mean, honestly, it's been... Injury, first and foremost, but because of the, the quality of the individuals, most notably Caruso, Ball, Zach's now in and out of the lineup, uh, the guys that have, that have been injured that we were heavily counting on, it's, it's then made it a situation where this, the other teams are more talented because they're either healthier or the players are better. Um, and that's that, in my opinion, has hurt the team's chemistry a little bit as far as from a nightly basis of what to expect. But at the end of the day, you've heard Billy say it. You know, Tom Thibodeau used to always say it when he was here as the coach. He says it in New York. You know, that's why it's important to develop depth on a team. You know, guys coming off the bench are, are almost and quite honestly just as important 
as the starters because if somebody ahead of them gets hurt, the guys have to be able to fill in and step up and help a team win a game. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's hurt. When Billy's looking out at the, the locker room like tonight, right before the game, when he's you know giving his last words of advice and he's looking around, he's like, well, this is who we got. This is who we got to try to win with. You can't sit here and think about who's not healthy, who's not here, and how do we go about beating the Utah Jazz? Well, and you talk about Billy Donovan. I had a chance to talk to Zach a couple weeks ago, and he had nothing but great things to say about Billy Donovan. We know his resume, but what can you say about Billy, getting to know him and just what he's done, all things considered, this season with the injuries to keep this team together and finding success this season? Yeah, I think he's done a really good good job, Kevin, of, you know, Using constructive criticism, and this, but yet keeping these guys together, not necessarily throwing them under the bus. You know, he realizes that chemistry is huge, especially when you get into the playoffs. And you know, one of the good things about this team is they really like each other. They get along very well off the floor. I mean, they're very supportive of each other. I mean, everybody knows, and I'll I'll repeat it. You know, that DeMar DeRozan, you know, went down to Champagne for Io's jersey retirement. That's huge. That means a lot. But at the end of the day, you know, these guys have to find a way, and I'm going to use the term that Greg Popovich used, made famous during the playoffs one year when, the, you know, the cameras are in the huddle now. This team needs to be, you know, a little more nasty. And Billy's been, addressed that, and he's talked about that. And I'm curious to see where they go from here because there was – a a turning point in that Sacramento game. Yes, they lost. Yes, it was probably one of their uh, one of the worst losses of the year, especially considering the timing and the opponent. But Zach talked about how he was trying to kind of work his way into a game, and he talked about how that that didn't work. And he came out the second half, and he he basically just played his ass off, regardless of how his knee knee felt. And he talked about how this team got popped in the mouth, and we've heard that terminology from. You know, other coaches with this team, the players. So I have a feeling you're going to see a different team with a different start tonight against Utah, but they're going to have to carry that forward in every game because this schedule is the hardest in the NBA moving forward. And these guys do need to win some games to try to stay in the top four of the Eastern Conference so they can host in the first round of the playoffs. Can I quickly get your final four picks, Will, as March Madness gets going? <laughs> Well, I can honestly tell you, Kevin, I haven't. I've only worked one side of the bracket so far. I actually leave this evening to head up to uh, Milwaukee, and that's where I am the first week. And I actually was just doing a little homework about the Yale Bulldogs. I'm not sure they're going to make it past Purdue, but yet they're if they do win, they'll go for their third straight 20 win season. So there's that. But the two teams that I can confidently give you that will make it to the Final Four are Kansas and Tennessee. Now, they have to play each other. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things, that, uh, you know, latest and greatest. I just saw Tennessee in the SEC tournament. They beat Kentucky. They beat Texas A&M. I think they're very good. I think that uh, Rick Barnes can take them to the finals. But like I said, I usually once I get to the final four, I pull a quarter out and I flip it, and then that's how I pick my, <laughs> my two teams that go to the finals and then who wins. That's how I do it too, Will, except I do it through the whole set of brackets. And Kevin's just trying to get a leg up because we, we're going to have a competition <laughs> on Chicago's Afternoon it, News. It's always a competition, but and, and lately you've heard this over the last couple of years, 
it's wide open. And then to me, I always, I've referenced this bracket to, and that's why sometimes that monkey that throws darts at the boards is so, is so good because it's, there is a lot of luck involved. Uh, I've got a pet pig, and we're going to see where she poops. That's how we're going to do it. Um, thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Will you come back and talk bulls with us again? Well, I guess that's one way to end the segment. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. All right, you got it. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> talk to you later, Kevin. Will Perdue on Chicago's Afternoon News.